These are the stories of the Two Brain family. Every week, we dive into the struggles and successes that go hand in hand with owning a business. As the stories unfold, take notes as we pick apart the tactics and strategies to help you navigate your very same struggles and successes that come with business ownership. Use these to help build your anti-fragile business. There we go. David, welcome to Two Brain Stories. How are you? I'm doing well, Greg. How about yourself? I'm doing well, doing well. So uh, let's uh, let the audience know who you are and uh, what business you own, and then we'll jump into your story. Excellent. Sounds good. Well, I'm David Pope from uh, CrossFit Northland here in Kansas City, Missouri. Um, we are on the uh, Missouri side, so the good side of Kansas City. Sorry if there's any, any Kansas City Kansans <laughs> out, out there. That's okay. Uh, so um, let's kind of jump into your story. Let's uh, kind of talk about one of the big struggles that you guys have had uh, with uh, jumping into a gym and owning a gym and uh, kind of the culture <laughs> that, that happens from uh, taking it on from previous ownership. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, Jason, Jason Willis and myself purchased, uh, CrossFit Northland from the previous owner. So CrossFit Northland has been here in Kansas city since 2012. Um, and Jason Willis and I purchased it in 2016. Um, the previous owners had, uh, had, for lack of a better word, kind of used it as a hobby. It was kind of like they enjoyed CrossFit, but they didn't really enjoy um, the business aspects of it or or treating it like a a business. It was more of a, a space to hang out, kind of a place to have their friends around. Um, and, uh, Jason and I purchased it and I was lucky enough to have met Brian Alexander actually picking up a, a uh, infinity rig for them. Uh, the previous owners drove out to Chicago to, to uh, meet him and oh, I, nice. I kind of saw his space and what, what, what he had, uh, had done with CrossFit Illumina. And I saw that it was uh, a possibility that you could actually have a business and a CrossFit gym that were combined. I had not seen that to that point. Um, and so, uh, Jason and I took, uh, um, took an option with CrossFit Northland to, uh, I say professionalize it a little bit. So we turned it from being kind of a hangout club, um, where people were, uh, I mean, essentially paying to come in and get a workout in, but there wasn't any structure or, um, really too much uh, emphasis on, uh, the coaching aspect or the results aspect of it. It was kind of just, you know, Hey, this is classic CrossFit, come in and get a workout in sweat. Um, and, uh, there was a, a little bit of a, so uh, a difference, not a difference in opinions, but um, difference between the, the way that things were run and the way that we kind of wanted to move towards. So I was uh, doing personal training at the time here in Kansas City, um, and I had a, um, uh, an, a desire and an urge to bring uh, personal training into the CrossFit space. And so um, having that opportunity to do that obviously built the chair out. So we actually had more than just one revenue stream in group CrossFit. Um, and then also looking into uh, what it meant to focus entirely on coaching people and that being the, the, um, the delivery or the, the value that we're the, the value for the service that we're giving. Um, and to, uh, uh, because of that, be, um, okay with, uh, not feeling like, uh, w- w- before it was, you know, we were going to try and charge as little as we possibly could, or, you know, give people free, free drop-ins or, um, uh, not charge what we were worth. Um, and then when the, the shift was made towards coaching and, and results as the major service that we're providing, it became a, um, a lot, a lot easier to understand how a business could be built on it as opposed to just the hobby that we had seen to that point. Gotcha. Now that shift from previous ownership to you guys, um, of 
of not only the athletes, but you've also had the coaches kind of kind of get a little bit of a, you could say a culture shock, but a changing culture is really what happened. Um, what have you guys yeah. done to make sure that people understand the value that you're offering now and that this isn't just a hobby, that's an actual business and, and how you guys are running it differently? Um, what have you guys been able to do tactics wise to yeah. be able to facilitate that? Uh, what say we, we inherited the, uh, the, the membership, obviously and the coaches that we had, we were lucky enough to have a, a group of, I think it was eight coaches at the time, maybe 10 coaches at the time. Um, but who were all on free trade memberships. Um, and so, uh, there was kind of the, um, the climate or the, uh, the feeling of, Hey, we're helping you guys out. Um, and which they absolutely were with the previous, previous members, uh, the previous owners, um, that all the owners had full-time jobs. And so they had, you know, they couldn't coach all the classes. Yeah. And so they essentially, they found members who were, um, kind of from the, uh, from the up coach model, you know, they, they were in the level they were they were leaders within the community and they kind of moved into, um, that level one of the, of the coaching structure. And then they built their way up from there. Um, but almost all of them were in a, a capacity of I'm helping. This is not something that I want to do as a full-time. This is not something that I'm wanting to, uh, necessarily even maybe commit many hours a month to getting better at. Um, and so slowly, I would say over the past, so this has been, uh, two, almost two and a half, two and a quarter, two and a quarter years ago. Um, Jason, and I started slowly showing that we were, um, truly invested in the coaches, truly invested in our, in their development and wanting to offer them as much of an opportunity that they possibly could to advance or to, uh, to better themselves in the, in the area of coaching. And so we had, uh, monthly, monthly coaches meetings, um, that we put into place that are, you know, courtesy Chris Cooper, two brand business, a lot of the structure of making sure you get together and that you are trying to focus on one thing every month that you're trying to, trying to improve upon, um, focusing on the bright spots of what's, what's been going well to this point. Um, and then on top of that, moving toward um, away from the free trade membership or agreement and then toward contracts where there's actually some sort of understanding of expectations. Um, and that was something that took a, took a long time to get actually into place for us. It was literally just this past month um, that we got those put it into place, put in place for the contractors, um, the coaching that we coaching staff that we have now. Um, and in that time, there have been coaches that I'm going to say were weeded out for not necessarily being the best fits. Um, but that were probably, I mean, they have moved into um, athletes in our gym and have probably enjoyed that transition more so than they did the transition from athlete to coach the first time. Um, the, uh, the, other, the other side of that was to understand um, and to help the, the free trade coaches understand um, that we are, in fact, looking to be a you know, professional business. And that means that we're looking for individuals who are wanting to create uh, some, some sort of life in this fitness community or this fitness, you know, avenue, um, with the idea being that we're, we're actually, you know, the, the four nines model is kind of what we're, we're basing all of our, our payment, payment structure on. Um, and the idea being that that's going to support somebody's livelihood with the idea being that this is going to continue to grow. And at the, at that point, um, ideally supporting people who are not just doing free trade memberships, it's, it's someone's lifestyle. And it's important that, that they understand that it's, it is in fact a, a way of, of making a living. Yeah. Now, what has, what has the feeling now that you come into the gym and you've, you've changed that culture with the coaches, but you've also changed that culture with the athletes. Um, what, what have you seen change wise, uh, when you guys come into the business now? Oh, wow. So, uh, there were, uh, there was a period of time, excuse me, when, uh, we were, 
before the transition of ownership between the previous owners and myself and Jason um, took over that uh, there was, I would say an apathy um, kind of surrounding the gym. And so there was a very much a feeling people were asking questions, you know, is this going to be around? Is this what, I mean, are they going to renew the lease next time it's up? Or is this going to be something that's just kind of let go and they're going to liquidate the assets? Um, There was several members who left at that point because there was a lack of community or there was a lack of feeling of care and like cohesiveness Mm -hmm. um, with the culture. Um, one of the things that we have, uh, again, implemented from two brain was the idea of consistency and, and happiness and, and wanting to create an a environment where people are, are seen and understood and that they're, they're valued for being here. Um, so some simple things like when people walk in through the, walk through the door, shout out their name, say hello, you know, give them a smile make sure that they're, they know that they're, um, they're valued and that we see them and that, they, that, uh, we, uh, enjoy having them as part of the class, um, and then things as, as small as, you know, making those those types of things to um, community events that are now, you know, gym wide as opposed to being before they were kind of clicky. I would say mm-hmm. they were in the people who wanted the people who wanted other people to be there invited their friends. And it wasn't necessarily something that was invited for everyone. Um, but through the um, I think Jason gotcha. and ability to um, pass on what it is that we're wanting to do with uh, the membership. So like through our no sweat intro process of like people don't, people don't just, you know, drop in and be part of the gym. They have to go through kind of the, the um, introductory process or they have to go through the interview process um, to be in fact, a good fit for the gym. People kind of start to understand or have, have uh, started to understand that uh, we're not necessarily just letting anybody in here and that people who are coming in are actually good fits for the community and for the culture that we already have and that we are shifting toward. I think that's and, and that's why I want to definitely bring you on today with with this story, uh, because I think too many of us as gym owners, um, even even if we didn't buy a gym from from someone else, we still run into this culture of, hey, we started out as a a fun extra hobby thing that that kind of led to a business partly. And uh, then when we decided, hey, we want to take this full time and, and have coaches that can have a livelihood off of this, that whole culture changes, not only with the culture, uh, the, the coaches, but also with, uh, the athletes. So I wanted you to come on here and be able to share this because I know it's, it's something ongoing with, with any gym. Um, but constantly doing those tactics, like what, what you said with the coaches and then also with the athletes, um, kind of starts building on top of, Hey, we're professionals. Hey, we're worth this. And, and kind of really showing that consistency and that value of, of what you guys have to offer. Yeah. And there's, there's all, obviously, uh, I think it's probably a little bit different from case to case as it always is. But with our situation, there was probably several months where we said, Hey, we're not going to like, we're not going to come in and we're not going to change a whole bunch of stuff right to begin with. Cause we, we need to, I mean, to almost to say to, we need to develop some trust with the individuals. Um, there was people at the gym who didn't even know who I was at this point. Jason had been part of the, the membership for a long period of time. Um, but I was relatively new. I was probably seven months into coaching at CrossFit North at that point, but I hadn't met, you know, all the morning yeah. people and some of the, the midday people. Um, and so there was a period of time where it was like, Hey, let's just, let's, let's prove to these people. Let's, 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 uh, invest in the emotional bank account. Right. Like, so let's, let's show, show them that we care and that we're truly making decisions based upon the best interest or the best, uh, interest of everyone, as opposed to what could be just, you know, these people don't know, they don't, they don't know who we are, who we are or why, or, or why we care at that point. Um, that they don't know how much, they don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care. So it was a, a period of time where there was a little bit of a, we're going to just spend some time pouring into the people and loving on the people. Um, and so that we can make changes, you know, we, we did a price increase. We did, um, in, in inclusion of the stratified model. So as opposed to being, everything's all inclusive all the time, we had the, um, stratified model of 
people can pay for what it, whatever it is that they want. And that was a um, kind of taken in stride because, yeah, that makes sense. This is this is kind of what the gym is and this is where the gym is and how the gym values um, um, the services that it's offering. Gotcha. No, I think that's perfect. And I think uh, that's a perfect place to wrap it up. So um, hopefully people will take the tactics that you've done um, and make sure they institute them so that uh, they can change their culture and they can um, have a business that's longstanding and professional and, and shows the value. So um, thank you, David. I greatly appreciate you jumping on to Two Brain Stories and sharing that story with us. Absolutely. Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. As always, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. We greatly appreciate you and everyone that has subscribed to us. If you haven't done that, please make sure you do. Drop a like to the episode, share with a friend, and if you haven't already, please write us a review and rate us on how, what you think. If you hated it, let us know. If you loved it, even better. See you guys later. Later.